Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more getting a massive reaction to the location of the vaccination centre at the Radisson Hotel on the Ennis Road. Mary's been in touch to say, I'm not cribbing or anything, but why not set it up in St. Joseph's on Mulgrave Street in Limerick City? Plenty of space, it's a central location. Some of the elderly are alone and won't have anyone to transport them to the Radisson. Mary says, Joe, nothing against the Radisson or County Clare. However, I do think UL, the Gaelic grounds uh, or another venue should have been chosen. As per usual, the government think little of Limerick you can be sure this sort of thing wouldn't happen in Dublin. Also on your question of people being concerned about taking the vaccine some people may have a medical condition and need further information and assurance that the vaccine will not lead to further issues. John says with regard to the vaccination centre would it not make sense to have one in Newcastle West? It's in the middle of the county and there's a community centre there laying idle surely that would make sense. Con says some uninformed rubbish this morning Joe. Older people are going to be vaccinated in their locality by their own GP. No need for 85-year-olds from Abbey Field to start walking towards the Radisson now. The centres identified are mass vaccination centres to maximise vaccine take-up speed in the general population. GPs will ensure that any vulnerable people are looked after. People need to stop whining about going a small journey for a potentially life-saving vaccination. Philip says, Joe, we have two large stadiums in our city and an army that isn't doing enough, so why can't they erect some unused army tents in one of the stadiums job done and it's in the city and uh, then uh, instead of going to use a hotel in Clare um, and Celine says uh, unreal myself and brother both no cars and no bus to get to that hotel loads of places free around Limerick always the same they can't plan anything uh, great show uh, Joe enjoying it um, Tom says uh, the term Irish whinger is alive and well and listening to what's coming into your show this morning they whinge about the slow rollout of the vaccine now they whinge about where they have to travel to to, to be vaccinated. I'm sure they wouldn't have an issue if there were a free ticket there for them in Shannon Airport to fly out to Spain. They would go above and beyond to avail of that free ticket, you can be certain. Great show. Um, Philip says, um, Joe, the government are making rules for us to follow 5K uh, and now they want to use a hotel where every person in Limerick City will be breaking 5K rules and a massive empty car park on the Roxborough Road, the CIE one, would be a perfect location for everyone. It makes sense, but as with everything, thing. Um, there seems to be uh, something else at work. Margaret says, morning Joe, why not open up the old crops? Um, it would be massive to get hold uh, of it. Uh, the hotels are getting well paid for doing it but it's too far out for most people. The Radisson uh, Minister of State and Limerick Fianna Fáil TD Niall Collins is on the line. Good morning to you Niall. Good morning. So you've heard a lot of the reaction I'm sure over the last hour. You've seen a lot of the reaction on social media. What's going on? Um, well, it's important to point out this at the outset, I think, Joe, that the cohort which is next to be vaccinated is our over-70s cohort. And they, they will be, that group of people will be vaccinated starting with the over-85s, working its way down in five-year uh, age groups, so 85 plus, 80 to 85, and down to 70. And that's taking place in our GPs right across um, in every community right across County Limerick and right across Limerick City and up and down the country. The, the, the whole programme, the whole vaccination programme, as you know, will involve our GPs, will involve our pharmacies and will involve our dental, dental practices. And they are embedded in every community 
right across the county, right across the city and up and down the country. As some of your texters have pointed out, um, 34 uh, vaccination, mass vaccination centres were identified um, yesterday. And I, I think it's fair to say, Joe, whatever location you would pick in the city or in the environs of the city, you, you would have people that would um, have an issue with its accessibility and with its location. Right, but so, why the Radisson Hotel in Clare? For well, I don't know that, Joe. The, but the, does anyone know why? Well, because this is something we're struggling to get an answer to. Okay. I mean, surely it's important that the listeners understand if there is a rationale to why the Radisson was picked over many of the other locations in Limerick City and yes. County, what the rationale is. That's exactly what I'm just going to say to you. You, you, you need to have a spokesperson for the HSE to, to clarify that for you. I would be interested in it myself, and I've also asked the HSC um, to give me a feasibility and to give us a justification for um, a vaccination centre in rural County Limerick in my constituency. I, I, think, I think it's important to point out this, though. You have to have accessibility and you have to have facilities to cater for mass numbers of people turning up, but also for the people who will work in these vaccination centres, Joe. It's not a simple... Um, McDonald's-style drive-through operation, having a vaccination, there is um, people have to turn up, people have to be registered, people will have to give consent, people will have to be consulted, they'll have to be administered the vaccine, they will have to be observed for at least 15 minutes post the uh, receipt of the vaccination. Well, well, what about somewhere that isn't far from where you live yourself? Now, you might get yourself in another political controversy there, but um, the race course at Patrick's Well, which feels much more central to people in city and county. Uh, absolutely, and it has been suggested, but, but would it cater for, uh, and can it cater for, and is it available? These are the questions um, which the HSE have to answer, and I'm sure they assessed a number of sites in relation to this, Look, I mean, the, the, the argument in relation to it being in County Clare is just a nonsense argument, in my view. It, it was known as the Limerick Inn Hotel. Loads of organisations um, from Limerick use it for their functions. In fact, Limerick GAA were to have a medal awarding ceremony for the National League, only that it was cancelled um, for, for the National League. So, look, I, I don't buy that side of it. But, but what I want to say to you is this, Joe. The, the, the mass vaccination centres will be part of and, and is one cog in the wheel, which is the, the, the national vaccination program. And the fact that it will primarily be run through our GPs in our communities where people have to travel to their local GP or their local pharmacy or their local dentist is a huge asset. And people have also referred to the, the use, for example, of the army. The army are very involved and the army medical personnel are very, very involved in, in this whole national programme. We, we've over 5,000 vaccinators have now been trained and, and are enlisted to, right. to roll out well, the, the well, mass can, can I take an example? Program. I mean, if someone's in Dune, for example, w if they need to use a mass vaccination centre, mm -hmm. can they use one in Tipperary rather than the Radisson? Uh, or Abbey Field, for example, can they use one in Kerry rather than having to come to the Radisson? It's my understanding, Joe, that that, that, that option will be available to people because, for, for example, um, you know, people have been making um, uh, a point about the fact that there's two of them in Wicklow, but, but the one in North Wicklow will, will serve as part of, of South County Dublin. So you, you will obviously see overlap, you know, when, when these vaccination centres get up and running. So... I, I, look, I take on board the points which are made and people want to have, I, I suppose, convenience and accessibility 
but I want to stress the point that the, the, the primary vaccinators within our communities are going to be our GPs, our pharmacies right. and our dentists. Uh, well, can I ask you this? Because I know, I mean, you mentioned on the show before that your own wife is a GP, so she'll be involved in the rollout on that side. Yes. Are you confident that GPs on the ground are feeling that they have sufficient information, feeling that they are being treated in the appropriate manner and that there is sufficient organisation and backup for them to distribute this vaccine? Okay, well, look, I, 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 can, only, I can only speak... For, for the experience that, that I'm living myself by virtue of, of um, hearing from my own wife, who, who is a practicing GP, um, they, they, are, they have been very engaged through the Irish Medical Organization, their representative group. They've had a number of webinars, also through the Irish College of General Practitioners, and they have been um, having a lot of online uh, CPD, which is continuing professional development um, seminars, and lectures from people who are associated with the whole vaccination rollout. So th- th- they are, as a community, from what I can see, and you know, maybe you'll get other GP contributors who, who will give you a better insight to it than I, but cert- certainly from what I'm hearing, um, they are in a position to start rolling out the, the vaccination. I suppose my program. point is that, because you, you mentioned dentists as well and others, but I mean, if you have a, a mass rollout going on and you're involving people all over the country, and I understand there needs to be a helicopter view and organisations like the IMO and the ICGP interacting with the HSE and the Department of Health, is there any chance that there's a bit of telling those above, including maybe the government, what they want to hear rather than the issues on the ground? No, certainly I, I don't hear that. I, I don't, and that, that, that isn't something which hasn't been brought to my attention. Look, there's, there's no doubt that, that this, uh, it's not a simple process. Uh, rolling out a mass vaccination uh, program right across the country isn't simple. Uh, and if we look back to the, the swine flu a number of years ago, the, the, if you saw the complexities and recall the complexities and the rollout in relation to that, on this occasion, I, I think we're, we're dealing with the, the COVID-19 vaccine, which is extremely uh, virulent and is extremely complex in terms of how it moves around our community. So, first of all, we had to get public buy-in in terms of people um, accepting and appreciating the need for the vaccine and wanting to get the vaccine, and I think that is very, very positive. The big issue with our program, as you know, is the, um, is the certainty of supply. And unfortunately, we saw the issues with AstraZeneca, which I think dampened public mood hugely for about two weeks, the issues with the, the reduced supply of AstraZeneca. And it's my own view that um, when we get um, a fourth and a fifth vaccine into the, into the mix, um, possibly the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and I, I also asked the, the Minister for Health at our own Fianna Fáil Parliamentary Party meeting last week in relation to the Sputnik, which is the, the Russian uh, the Sputnik uh, 5 vaccine, uh, and he told me that the Department of Health have indicated that the data in relation to that is quite positive. And, if and, they and vaccines that, from the UK, will Boris give us some? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, as we know, you, you know the issue in relation to, to the UK uh, being outside of Europe, and you, you have all of that to go with it. The application for any vaccine has to be made to the, to the EMA, the Europeans. Uh, the European there's talk that they have over 400 million vaccines. Sure, surely they can give us a few. Absolutely. I mean, they're our nearest neighbour. I think strategically it would be in their interest um, to, to assist uh, and to cooperate with, with, its, with, with its nearest neighbour in terms of all the, the linkages that we have with them, in terms of the, the, uh, okay. the double jurisdiction I, on this island, the common travel area. Yeah. And, 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 and finally, I have one question for you. Um, 
are you worried about the level of anger that's out there in general at the moment? I mean, people, you know, you may not want to hear this, but the truth is people are, for whatever reason, extremely angry about this Radisson decision. Yeah, I understand it, Joe, um, and it's, it's very emotive. Um, it, it, it reminds me of a, a number of years ago, you, you were running an issue in your programme in relation to a proposed boundary extension on, on the Corbally side of Limerick City into County Clare. Pe- people feel emotive about county boundaries, but look, I mean, we're, we're talking about a hotel which is a couple of hundred yards in, into County Clare on the edge of Limerick City, which for all intents and purposes has been, and in my view, has been viewed by the most of Limerick people as being part of um, Limerick City infrastructure of hotels. Why that hotel was picked, the um, HSE will have to answer for you. But the point that I want to reinforce is that the majority of vaccinations which will take place will be in people's local communities through their GPs and through their, through their pharmacies. And I think some of the scaremongering which people have been texting to you this morning in terms of saying that elderly people will have to walk from Abbey Field and rural parts of County Limerick um, you know, to, to, to the Radisson is just simply, I, I think, is unhelpful and unfair and not, not right. And I just want to, I want to emphasize that point okay. um, completely. And just to say that as a representative of County Limerick, I have asked the HSC to um, um, investigate the feasibility and the practicalities of a vaccination centre in the centre of County Limerick. And in fact, if you put the map of County Limerick in front of the desk, in front of you, Joe, the, the, the centre point would be Croom. Croom is the bullseye of County Limerick on the map, right. the, the, the okay. geography map of County okay. Limerick. Okay. So there, there are multiple locations that can be looked at. Okay. But, but as right. I said to you, as part of my earlier contribution, these centres have to be able to cater because it's not a simple process and right. we have to be able to cater well, for, well, the, for... Well, the okay, I mean, that's, 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 and that's, that a reasonable, that's a reasonable point and I accept that and yeah. we've heard some things off the record which I um, did talk about in the last hour from the HSE but uh, we need to hear definitively why this particular uh, location was chosen by them. Thank you very much for joining us, Minister of State and Limerick Fianna Fáil, TD Niall Collin. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.